0: Money is an awesome thing, if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Welcome to Straight Talk, Clear Decisions with Rick Saylor and co-host Eric Hamburg. As an investor, you should know what you're buying and what you're really holding. We'll demystify investing and lay it all out for you in easy to understand terms. Now here's Rick and Eric.
1: Rick Sailor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life.
2: Well, I'm Rick. And I'm Eric. And we are your transparent wealth management hosts. Welcome to our show. Well, happy Friday to you, my friend. Happy Friday to you, sir. You know, I'm glad to see it come to the end of the week here. We are in the Midwest, and it's uh, turning in the coldest, one of the coldest February's on record.
3: It, it's uh, what I hear this morning. The average, right, so, it's supposed to be in the low 40s, and I think you just mentioned to Brad out in Arizona, two, it's like two, two or three, two degrees, or three degrees right now.
2: And, and I don't know what the high is supposed to be, but uh, <laughs> it's, it seems kind of odd when we talk about highs when it's so low. That's <laughs> You know, so we are you? having a conversation before the show about how I'm not sure how the global warming connects with colder temperatures. But I, I know we're freezing our butts off here. We are. It's not they going could say Let's look for the silver lining here, that the sun is shining. And it has it has really stayed uh, kind of robust in that regard, and and uh, we got time change coming pretty soon. As long as I'm getting more daylight, I'm usually a little little better off. I think people's disposition seems a little better.
3: Yeah, I think I realized that last night it was still sunny at like 7 p.m., and I was pretty happy about that, because yeah. it went, what, about four months when it seemed like we'd come into work in the morning, is, it'd be dark, and we leave. A, could you imagine in living dark.
2: in Alaska where you get six months of pseudo-darkness? <laughs> Not for me. And then, and then in a day, then, you know, when it flips, then you get sunlight straight. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's either feast or famine there. That's, so why that's why we live here in Ohio. Well, that's part of it. And then we can travel to other places where it's warmer when we don't like it. It's not working out for us. And so that's kind of in. I guess that's somewhat of an advantage. If we don't like it, then I guess we could move. That's right. You can. That's that's, that's the beauty of America. It is. We can move where we want, move about the country. <laughs> so uh yeah, that's um, we're hoping that uh, it's coming coming to a halt. I heard somebody say next week that it's supposed to be in the fifties. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to get out and do my cross country skiing. The snow that we got, we got about eight inches. And I think up uh up north here where I'm going, it's maybe they they didn't get quite as much as us. they maybe got about half that. Still so snow, snow on the ground. And yeah. And all my equipment's up there. I'm now I'm regretting moving my equipment. But uh, hey, you know, it's uh, it is Friday and we're we love to have the uh, you listeners out there following us and and looking for the tidbits of hopefully some good insight we're going to give you today. And today's show, actually, Eric, is about six moves to retire smarter. Yep. And I don't know about you, but I'm always looking about not making the same mistakes that I made yesterday.
3: Correct. You know, you know, you you need to be able to critique yourself and understand that you've made mistakes because if you don't understand, you're going to continue to make the same mistakes. But it's realizing that and then taking the steps to avoid those mistakes in the future. That's what it's all about.
2: Yeah, and and you want to give it with the, with you know, I guess tried and proven, uh, you know, methodology that's, that's, you know, more accurate, let's mm-hmm. say. And uh, you look at the cause and effect, and as we're fond of saying, since it's uh, – the sale or financial that you adjust your sales and, you know, make those adjustments as you go along. Because if you can, the classic definition for insanity is doing the same things over and over again. Yep. Expect a different the different results. results. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, there's enough things. There's, there's enough things that are the knowns. Focus on the knowns, you know, okay. begin with the end in mind. You're not, we're not the first ones to ever do this. Now, you know, we're in kind of a, what I like to fondly call the paranormal market uh, where that the age of stimulus you know for those 60s uh, listeners out there you know it was the age of Aquarius when well, now we're in the age of stimulus and it's certainly a uh, an uh, an interesting you know dynamic that it plays on the markets where fundamentals don't run the market you know low interest rates for uh, abnormally long periods of time were may be necessary but now we know the fed is probably most likely going to raise those between june and september this year and we're seeing our economic reads every day that are kind of pointing to that um, don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, the Fed kind of has a mandate of their own, but where the United States is the only country on the entire globe that's really expanding economically and not robustly, slowly, uh, we've got everybody else whose their banks are easing. I think. It, it,
3: I think there's only one other big bank in the world. and I think it's Britain. Britain. Britain you know, I think, yeah, you're right. It who's is Britain looking to who's raise looking interest to rates.
2: rates. So it's us and them. Yep. You know, and again, consumption's the key. But as you kind of look at investments, you look at processes, everything else, I think this should, that's the whole thing behind a transparent wealth management approach, because people should know what they're paying, why they're paying, and what it's doing for them. And if not? Change. Yep. So, uh, you know, that kind of goes hand in hand with the holistic model of, you know, we are a wealth management firm that's both... Uh, fee-based and commission-based. We just find whatever's broken and fix it. Yeah. We, uh, we have tax
3: planning partners, so we do both the planning and the preparation. Preparation's mandatory. Planning is optional. So we uh, outsource that to a CPA firm here locally in Cincinnati, and they take great care of our clients, and you know they're the ones staying ahead of the tax curve because the tax code is not going to get any simpler, or easier, and you better understand what you're
2: doing. I think that's uh, tax planning is not optional optional anymore if you want to keep more of what you're making. Uh, you know, in the area of risk management and insurances, we have partners, again, that uh, that handle that everything from the long-term care, the new long-term care alternatives. Uh, those are very interesting. But, uh, you know, life insurance, long-term care, Medicare planning, uh, disability income, life insurance. Uh, my wife, Kim, heads up that department uh, and, and deals with all those pieces. So, again, we have all those tools in our back.
3: The last piece, the last pillar, is estate planning and elder law, so that's you know making sure you, making sure your estate is in order when that day comes. You can do a lot of easy, efficient planning today to make sure your loved ones are the ones who receive your assets and your money, not the courts, not the hospitals, uh, not the attorneys. so you know do that planning today to ensure your loved ones get your legacy.
2: So one thing to keep in mind today, Eric, uh, for our listeners is that these are educational. It's not meant to be construed as advice. Uh, our companies, you know, Rick Sailor Financial and our broker-dealer National Planning Corporation are separate non-related companies. We are a registered investment advisor as well as working through a broker-dealer relationship. And anything today doesn't constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Certainly seek that out. Uh, always consult with qualified financial, legal, and tax real estate professionals prior to taking any action Uh, and any statements that we may be making may sound projective, you know, they're forward looking. Uh, However, you know, these are these are our opinions and uh, nobody has a crystal ball. And and some of the work we rely on is the work of H.S. Dent and uh, we rely on them. They have really done some cool stuff and continue to do that. And looking at those dynamic, you know, and how that those impact the market, both historically and, and potentially going forward. Yep. So, in this topic, there's six items that um, you know we 're going to cover a lot of information and hopefully give you a lot of a lot of tidbits that 's going to help you make smarter, wiser decisions about your money and as always, if you feel that uh you have some questions and you want to run them past us, feel free to call us i mean we have a uh, a number here that uh, rings twenty four seven at 513-454-9999, and you can just give us your question. And uh, we can get back to you and follow up. There's you know, no obligation or anything. We just want you to see you know, hopefully what's broken, and, and hopefully we can be part of the solution. But we'll give, you the, we'll give you the straight story on that.
3: That's right. And at the end of the show, we will have a free giveaway, uh, like Rick just mentioned. We're just going to scratch the surface here. So, Rick, why don't we get started here? Um, six, six simple moves that you can make. The first one, determine your best
2: guesstimate of how long you'll live. That's a good one. And if you know that, it makes our job easier, <laughs> if you know exactly. Uh, create an income withdrawal strategy.
3: Number three is create a budget or update a budget if you, if you have one.
2: Number four is diversify your investments. And I would say truly verify that, they're, that they are diversified.
3: Yep. Number five, plan for income in case your life goes into the extra innings.
2: Or overtime in the case of football uh and kiss we've always heard this keep it simple you know consolidate your accounts you know consolidate your strategies uh we diversify your strategy but consolidate that in in a place where it's integrated i should say and again we like the uh many of our clients like that holistic approach where things are being communicated between the the functioning pieces to make sure that they they do function better
3: so rick if there were truly six simple moves that could have a very profound impact on your lifestyle in retirement, wouldn't you
2: want to know what they were? Well, I would, you know, but I, I don't know, hopefully I'm not the exception to the rule. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot at stake here. When I think about this, this is not just a matter of, of, you know, drops in the bucket. This can be tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in lifetime income, uh, and this, these can be game changers. I mean this is the difference oftentimes when we're working with the folks we work with that it can be the difference between running out of money before you run out of life or – and let's face it. One of two things is going to happen. You're either going to die without any money or you're going to die with money. And I would – I prefer to be on the side of the equation where there's something in there, <laughs> something in the tank so it doesn't just run out at the end. Uh, and maintaining the, you know, the standard of life, the quality of life – that you 've come to expect, and i say I say this as we 've said on our previous shows we really it 's not just money we manage it 's expectations it 's people 's dreams, and to have your ideal life realized is really what it 's about so if if your dream is about spending more time with your grandkids, you know traveling more but um, we well, 're going to drill down on some of these things you know and and your ability to do this sometimes you know. We talk with a lot of our clients and their kids are living all over the country. But their ability, their freedom to be able to go about the country, you know, move about the country and go see their kids and spend you know, time with them. Or we've got some clients here. They're just headed out the door to go on a cruise. That's right. And I'm sure some
3: of you have thought about retirement or maybe you've even done some planning about what you're going to do in retirement. Um, but think for a second if we could improve – your lifestyle in retirement. We can make it just a little bit better. How much more positive would that be? How much more uh, strength, motivation would it give you today in order to realize that extravagant lifestyle in retirement, like Richard Smenton mentioned, by spending more time with your grandkids, by gardening, traveling, doing whatever you want to do, you know, you can do very simple, easy strategies today to ensure that you could have a long-lasting, fun retirement.
2: Now, look at this in contrast, Eric. I mean, now we're I know we're not speaking hopefully i think most of the people we're speaking to are not the people that are happy just to get by that want to watch every nickel they spend you know they, and, and i'm this is nothing against the coupon clippers i love a value but if you have to do it versus that you're, hey i just want to save money i don't want to be in that have to mode where i have to clip coupons i have to 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 find these things where that otherwise i can't maintain that standard of living mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody in the 32 years that uh, I've talked to or you maybe in the time that we've been working together here and that say, Hey, you know, I just, my goal is just to get by. You know, I've heard people say I want to spend my last dime on my last day, you know, and that's uh, that's not a bad strategy either. There's, there's things that can help you accomplish that, Mm -hmm. you know, and not sacrifice your standard of living. And in, You know, it's just really when people, should it start to run dry, there's really only five pieces in the equation, which we'll drill down on more depth. But, you know, you look at a person's, uh, their budgets, their inflows, their outflows. Then you look at their current financial portfolio. Uh, You look at their dreams, their goals, their vision, values, and goals. And then you can test that against inflation, against taxes, And against volatility, you know, in like, what do we do? Test it in uh, 10,000 combinations over the last 30 years now. It's an interesting conversation. And next week's show, you're going to want to tune into. We're going to have a a guest on uh, from Pension Partners. And I think it's going to be Charles, uh, because I know that we met with Michael Guyad. Yep, one of his partners. Yeah, and I've met with Ed Ed up here. Yep, up in uh, in New York a few years ago when I was up there. Uh, interesting guests. These guys wrote a, a white paper that got the 2014 Charles H Dow Award. Mm-hmm. Smart guys, and their approach is an inflation rotation, and so they have an interesting uh, uh, approach on this, and, and we're fascinated by it. We've been following them for three years. Yep, yeah. So we're fascinated. I think you will be too. So be sure and tune in for that because it's it's going to be an interesting, stimulating conversation. Uh, And unique in what they do. And they don't, you know, Michael was sitting there saying, hey, some people say, hey, well, aren't you giving away the farm by telling people how you do this? And he said, no, I'm not. Because he said, you know, really it's about execution. You can have all the tools and have all the map and everything, but if you don't execute. And so that's the thing. Nobody gives away their timing. No. You know, but it's uh, that's, that's similar to what we do. People say that, well, aren't you, aren't you giving away a lot of information? We well, are, yeah, but we want people to be informed, yep. you know, and be better informed investors because we think they make at least the clear decisions. That's right. You that's know, what Straight Talk's about.
3: You know, looking at, you know, on the, the public, on the market side, we have the same information that everybody else has. You know, it's just up to us to decide what our, what our strategy is. We may go right when everybody else goes left. Or we may go straight. So you know, it's all the same information. It's how you interpret it and how you can plan ahead, and you know, plan ahead to ensure you're not going to run out of income, or to ensure you've got a strategy to provide income for a set amount of years.
2: So there's a we have a lot of things on our website. Go to StraightTalkClearDecisions.com, and you can sign up there for we do an e newsletter. Uh, that comes out every week, and uh, it's got a lot of good information in there. It, it does. It has. I write a view every week, and then there's some other thing. We've got the headline stuff and, and a really good piece from H.S. Dent we pull from that says, this is what happened in the market, and this is what it means to you.
3: And basically there, we simplify it down so you understand it and you know how it impacts you and your family, not how it impacts the rest of the world. We ha- uh, we and then we've a resi- got a
2: philosophical view. We've got a recipe of the week. Quote of the week. Uh, health tip of the week, golf tip for you golfers. Yeah, we're, we're, still we're getting to... there, coming close, coming close. <laughs> and then we also have our educational, uh, you know, events that are posted up on there,
3: the schedule, so you can see what we're talking about, where it is, and what time it what time it is.
2: Uh, so good stuff. And I know I'm going to be starting. I think it's uh, March the 19th on a Thursday. If you're in this area and the greater Cincinnati Dayton, I am teaching at the University of Dayton. My class. Uh, paranormal retirement, you know, and, and looking at these dynamics in much more depth. We break down uh you know a chapter basically over six weeks and cover it more in depth. And it's really inexpensive to to attend those classes up there at the campus, the River Riverview campus or whatever that is. Um and and love teaching those classes, but I mean I'd love to have you in the class up there. Look at Ollie O L L I, or it's OSHER. Osher Lifelong Learning Institute and in that chapter up there, and uh, this would be the second time I've been at UD, and I've taught at UC four times, five times I've yep. done it down there. Love teaching that. So as you know, as we kind of look at a couple points here leading into this next segment, um, you know, I think it's an interesting concept to make your money actually work for you in retirement. You know, you've been you've spent all these years, you know, uh, building the savings, trying to make your investments. Uh, you know, grow, and now you're going to churn out income, and we're talking month after month, you know, and it needs to run really like clockwork.
3: Yep. Or you're talking about reducing or completely eliminating your investment fees and expenses. Now, to be honest, you're never going to be able to eliminate all the expenses. However, you will be able to efficiently reduce those expenses, you know, with certain types of investment vehicles, both in the public side and in the private market.
2: And I can tell you from our investment side, and again, that transparency. We, we show people on a regular basis, they're surprised when we show them what they're truly paying. You know, not just what they're paying for an advisor, but what actually the tool itself costs. And there's, a, there's so many tools that we use. So again, we'll tell you that. We're not ashamed of it. We'll tell you exactly what it is. And sometimes just those margins alone, cutting it over there and being more effective. Uh, how about instead of just simply filing taxes and this is coming up on tax seasons, you actually have a forward-looking strategy to actually pay fewer taxes. Or what we call the planning part,
3: we like that. The last one here is plus. There, there is a rhyme and there is a reason. That's called a strategy as to how, why, and where you withdraw income, so you're not paying an unnecessary penalties, fees, or taxes to the government, and you get to keep more in your pocket. And at the end of the day, hopefully, maybe pass it
2: along. Well, we're drilling down today on six simple moves to retire smarter. Uh, so be sure and join us in the next segment here. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio shows with your host. Rick Saylor
3: and Eric Hamburg.
1: Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life.
2: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: Money is an awesome thing. Joy it brings.
2: hey what about estate planning an up-to-date will guarantees you're going to go through probate and without well don't worry about it the government will decide for you the three enemies to an estate today are number one the federal inheritance tax two, probate and number three income tax so your choices here or you can give all your money away that might not be any fun you may need it or you can create a trust to hold those assets and remember You don't have to own the assets to enjoy the benefits. So a revocable living trust can help avoid the expenses and costly delays of probate, and along with a living will, power of attorney, durable health care power of attorney. So be sure and ask about our attorney partners today for a free consultation.
1: Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life.
0: Money is...
2: Hey, have you heard about the new long-term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care, and I took her through her money in the spend down, into the veterans' benefits, my father was a two-time Korean War vet, and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living, and at the end of her life, two years later, it was over $8,000. The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it. Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me. The premiums can never go up. And, oh, yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today.
1: Sailor, financial sailing for the best part of your life. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America
0: Business Network. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it. The joy it brings.
2: Well, welcome back to the show. I'm Rick, and I'm Eric. Well, you know, as we uh, we move into this topic, we're going to have a lot of information to cover and a lot of detail to get down on. Uh, drill down on, and we just want to kind of open this up and and touch I guess on as much as we possibly can in the short amount of time we have to cover it in.
3: The hour seems to go by pretty quickly
2: it does it does so you know one of the things I think about in this you know six moves you can do to retire smarter, so one of the things let 's start by addressing you know the do it yourself or crowd because you know we come there 's a certain percentage of people and say, hey well, I like to read and i 'll do this myself." Um, And we're not opposed to that. We encourage you. We say, God bless you. Good luck. But here's some things to keep in mind, because I think this is becoming a, you know, when the fundamentals don't function the way they're supposed to, the pieces, I know that we spend, we're professionals. um, And and from our perspective, I don't do my own mechanical work. I got something going on with my, I just heard it's my bearings and my front wheel that's going to have to be fixed. Um, You know, I think about the doctors I go to. I don't do my own surgeries, and I don't prescribe my own medications. <laughs> so, I mean, I think about this, but it's becoming ever more challenging to do this. But I think there's really four categories that do-it-yourselfers fall into quickly. I think you know, are the ones that are, are, you know, the smart, they have the time, the energy, and desire to do their research, and they work hard putting their all their time into sift, read, and analyze the available data.
3: The second category we have is called the bubblers they live in a bubble of belief that they are smarter than anyone out there so why are they going to pay for help
2: you know the next group is the muddlers they're not very knowledgeable but they believe they can figure it out eventually
3: (laughs) and the last group is the avoiders they know little and do the absolute minimum to get by believing that magically the solutions will come
2: so you know running from the spectrum now i think we've seen every one of these types, I guess, and, and since we've been here. And I think this is one of the things when we think about, you know, you think about what you're paying. And I think, you know, these are two different two sides of this. What does it cost you? And actually what do you get paid? So sometimes when I look at some of these folks, they're the they're expensive. They're much more expensive than a professional would be because a competent professional should be able to manage risk and also with a rate of return, because it's not just about chasing alpha or the upside of the market. Otherwise, you would just buy the S and P 500, which is an index you can't directly invest into. But there's hybrids off of that, and that represents 500 stocks. You're not managing any risk; you're just rolling the dice and you're gambling. So you might as well just take your retirement and go to Las Vegas. <laughs> so if you're in that category, then we're not talking. This these points may or may not be beneficial to you. Yep today. Now, for the rest of us, you know, where we're looking for competent, capable advice that's value-based, let's touch on some of these ideas. Now, first of all, Eric, let's start with the basics. You know, I think these are some really simple things that just about anybody could apply. But I think the rule number one is live below your means. Spend less than you earn.
3: Yep. and there's no specific amount. You you know you might hear we'll only spend seventy percent of your income or eighty or ninety percent of it. It's really going to be based on your lifestyle. If you consistently live below your means, you're going to more than likely be able to get by, and you're going to be able to enjoy and do everything you want to do because you're not spending too much. You know, we're not, I'm not we're not saying like Rick mentioned earlier in the show, clipping coupons is good or bad. If you want to do it and you like doing it, we'll keep doing it. But if you're just doing it just to get by, start making some changes today or else retirement could be a, a big dream that might not ever get achieved.
2: And this may be one of those things where, uh, our characteristics, this may be a character flaw. People that regularly live beyond their means and look for somebody else to, to pay their bills. Um, you know, I think in terms of countries and, you know, I would think of Greece, Mm-hmm you know Greece is an example of a country, and Germany's the example of this responsible parent, if I can use that, and Greece is the irresponsible teenager who just says, "Hey, just give me more credit you know give me give me more money." and they said, "Well, you're not paying back what you already have so again, you want to get out of that mode and be aware a that that's happening, and B arrest that rule number two there it says "Start
3: saving early. there is no again. You start saving when you're 20 years old compared to 30. You just gave yourself 10 extra years worth of saving and buying power.
2: So if you have a given goal, Eric, then the earlier you start, the less principal you're putting in and assuming some rate of return. So there's only in in these – when I think of saving, there's time, interest, and and money. That's it. And the later you start, the more catch-up you have to be, which goes back to rule number one you may have to even spend less than you normally would if you waited longer because now you've got to make up the shortfall and the money you put in there.
3: Correct. So, and the other thing is if you start saving earlier, you don't have to put as much away each month, so then you get to actually enjoy that today. And that's kind so of goes rule the number rule three, three. If
2: you start late, make up for lost time. So now a lot of the provisions, and uh, um, you don't have to give up just because you haven't started, but you know, if you look at the rules, the government allows for – 50 years and older, which on Monday, you know, it'd be 54 years young. That's right. Like my birthdays, because that means I'm still here. (laughs) And you got these catch-up provisions that, where you can do catch-up contributions into your retirement accounts. Uh, And and even then again, that's inside the system. Then you can actually do things where you're saving outside, you know, what they call, you know, they may even be tax-deferred accounts or even taxable accounts. Obviously, there's no limitations, but, you know, save early, say often. Yep. Rule number four,
3: don't leave free money on the table. So, Rick, what does, yeah. what, does that, what does that mean, leaving free money?
2: Well, you know what? I've, we've had this age-old conversation where a company, your uh, employer, like a 401K, a 403B, deferred comp kind of plans, where that the employer will actually match your contributions. So, for example, let's say for every, every dollar you put in, let's say they're going to match dollar for dollar, Up to 3%, uh, I think of the Thrift Savings Plan because as many federal employees we've worked with, and then there's a half a percent on the fourth and fifth. And if you're a a federal employee retirement system, first person, you know, that means on the first 5% you put in, they're matching you dollar for dollar because there's another 1% they give you. Now, you just doubled your money. That's free money.
3: That's free money, so take advantage.
2: And so people would ask me that, but believe it or not, is that a good deal? And I'd say, okay, well, let's do this. So put down a dollar, and I put down a dollar, and we would do that, and we'd do it five times. I said, how, how long do you want to do this? <laughs> well, so on the, at least on the matching portion, take advantage of that, but certainly be diversified in your, both your tax approach, mm-hmm. tax buckets, make sure you're balancing out taxable, tax-deferred, tax-free, you don't want it all to be taxable when you come out, but take the free money. That next one,
3: minimize your taxes. You know, taxes—they're just like death; it's inevitable. Well, you may
2: want to stop right here and ask: is, Does anybody want to pay more taxes? Am I looking for ways to pay more? Because I know the government will accept those checks. I'm here. So you. that that message is out to Warren Buffett of all—you know—at the top of the list. You know, because I know that. I mean, the big guys, they can, they can pay more, so you can just volunteer to pay more.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so minimize it. Minimize the taxes. They're coming. They're, they're going to come at you, but if you can be efficient enough to where you can keep more in your pocket each year, at the end of the day, you're compounding on a higher dollar figure, so your account value could potentially grow a little higher and grow and a little so better. And
2: so think of it, too. You know, this may sound like, since we're in tax time, just reduce your, t- reduce your taxes today. So think of it like this. If you can picture three buckets— One of them's taxable, one's tax deferred, and one's tax free. And we always ask the question, which one is best? Well, the answer is yes. Yes. Because what you want, the taxable account gives you the ability because you have basis in it that if you have a loser, you can sell it against the winner and there's tax strategies. Um, Because we'd all like to pick winners, but we know the smartest of people, you know, probably are getting it right 40 to 50 percent of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I look at tax deferred. Well, these are typically where you get the matching. There are 401Ks, 403Bs, deferred comp, pension rollovers, those kind of things, traditional IRAs. And then the tax, and you want that because you get the tax deductions and sometimes the matching. The of one tax-free. Make sure that you're getting an income stream that you can plan with, so maybe you need to turn that valve on when taxes start to go up and you're balancing out your overall assets. Because if you get to retirement and everything you've got has been tax-free, that's we call that the tax mortgage, yeah. or it could be a tax-ticking time, time bomb. bomb where that now the tax rates are going to go up. Yeah, I mean, we believe that mm-hmm. simply because we're looking at the numbers demographically and saying there's 92 million baby boomers, the front engine of the train. If you looked at that like a train is 83 and the caboose is 51. Well, if you take those people out of the working economy, what you got to raise taxes somewhere. Now, they may be good, They'll get very creative in how they take it. But if you haven't planned this, minimizing your taxes today and in the future, you may be in for a big, big unpleasant surprise. That
3: is correctly it.
2: And this last one, I don't know that, you know, when we look in terms of, oh, well, no, we do have more than that here. (laughs) I was looking at the last one on this page, you know. So, uh, you know, you look at if you're not, you don't want to get too conservative too early. Now this should profile to your personal preference. But, you know, we say to people, maybe you need to move a little over on the, the risk highway uh, and, and because you typically, not always, but typically if you're going to take a little more exposure to stocks, you typically are going to get a higher rate of return as opposed to bonds or cash. Uh, but that's not always the case. We saw the decade of the 2000s where the, the yield curve, they call it risk-yield-reward, actually inverted. And the less risk you took in bonds, the more you were rewarded. So there are anomalies in the market. But let's just say from for, for this argument's sake, there may be some positions you need to move to because getting too conservative too young is financial suicide on the installment plan because if inflation is going up in four and you're getting two. point two five in the savings account, doesn't take a genius to figure out, Eventually. you're going to have some problems. That's right.
3: Next, rule number seven is stay informed about your investments. So any investment – is going to have some sort of risk. It's either going to have a lot of risk. Or it's going to have little risk. But there's still going to be some sort of risk involved. So take the smart risk. You know, if you have all your life savings and you're feeling froggy, you know, don't dump it all into uh, a foreign currency. You know, maybe play a small portion of it into a riskier investment. So it's being smart about what type of risk you take. Because at the end of the day, if you are investing in the stock market or the bond market you are taking some sort of risk.
2: Yeah, and the dynamics. We were talking with Michael Guyad at length, and he said, you know, this is an unusual period of time where we have had very low volatility. It's been going on for the last year and a half, two years. So we're in an abnormal period of time where they're stimulating, we're coming off our stimulus. And we're but the thing that he said is starting really the first of the year, we started to see some of the dynamics shift back to, fund- to fundamentals. So we're starting to think – and what that means is that certain asset classes uh, behave opposite one another rather than correlating, moving it the same way at the same time.
3: And I think it was was very uh, eye-opening, at least to me. He said, you know, typically you've heard stocks and bonds move in opposite directions. Stock market, the S&P 500, that index made I think it was a little over 11 percent last year. And everybody in the stock side was excited about it. He said, well, if you took the risk, you were rewarded. And Michael Guy had – countered that and said, well, the 30-year Treasury last year, 30-year U.S. Treasury bond, made a little bit over 23%.
2: I think he said 25.
3: 25. So you have a, a stock, which is, for the most part, all risk, made 11, say a little over 11, and you've got your 30-year risk-free, quote-unquote, from the government Treasury that made over 25%. Did you
2: hear anything on CNBC about that? No. <laughs> and, the part,
3: and the reason I bring that up is – If fundamentals get back to it, stocks and bonds should not be making that much money or losing that much money hand in hand together. They should be uh, they should not be this much correlated.
2: Yeah. Which means they're moving in the the same way. So, again, it's it's challenging to stay informed because we know I'm not sure that that really, you know, you look and turn. I know it wasn't on a broad radar. Uh, You know, this next one, break free from the herd. When I think about, and again, I'm thinking about this, we know at some point volatility is going to return to the market because it's nature. It's like gravity. What goes up
3: will come come down.
2: down. We know that's going to happen. We're just in an anomaly period. And more often than not, and we call this behavioral finance, when actually when somebody's in in motion of having a car accident, most people hit the brake already after the the accident is going to happen because the reaction time. The same thing happens in the market, ironically enough, that most people are selling when they should be buying. By the time they find out and they're trying to sell off, it's too late. Yep. You know, you hit your brakes and, you know, you go right into the motion, finish the crash. Well, the same thing is happening in behavioral. And we've seen that in, in numerous studies that people just don't, they're not proactive in their processes, they're reactive. And ironically enough, there's a lot, a fair amount of managers are that way, too.
3: Yeah, it's it's human nature. You buy
2: high and you sell low. Seems to be the, uh, unfortunately, not the way to do it, but the way it typically happens. Rule number
3: nine here is work longer. Now, not a lot of people might, like, might not like me here in saying this, but if you want to make sure your income lasts a little bit longer, continue to work. And I'm not saying continue at the full-time or where you're at. Maybe you pick up part-time work or maybe you turn a hobby into some sort of part-time work that can generate some income for you because if you paid into the Social Security system and you're eligible for Social Security benefits, the difference between your first check at age 70 from Social Security and your first check at age 62 is a massive difference. Now, depending on how much you paid in is going to depend on the difference, but I think it's what, a 56 percent increase from age 62 to age 70? If you can, if you can afford to wait and delay your fifty-seven
2: percent certainly it is and, and again, you're putting in at the same time, you're doing less damage to your portfolio if you're pulling out of earnings as opposed to not pulling out of your savings. So you're, you're getting the double bonus there. The last one here in this segment is maximize your income potential. Now, say for example, typically most of us are hitting our highest earning years at the latest point. But what if you look at your field and said, hey, if you got some form of credentialing or licensing that could actually increase your pay, or maybe you're uh, there's someone in your workplace who could serve as a mentor to help advance your career. Maybe you're eligible for a government-funded workplace development training program. How about a college program that you never finished? How many credits is it going to take while well, they transfer?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Or maybe you do an online degree. So maximize it at the end, crank it up, and then you can also put more into your savings and it's not changing your lifestyle. And I've heard from my mentors and, and that I've been plentiful over the years to say, you know, Hey, go into work a little earlier, stay a little longer. Usually you're spending that time in traffic anyways. And maybe you're driving along and you're listening and make, turn your car into a university. <laughs> listen to training stuff and, and be learning all the time. Yep. And it's, it's, it's uh, that's basically free other than the materials that, you know, you know, that it costs you to do that. Well, why don't so, you
3: make sure you visit our Facebook page, Rick Saylor Financial. Follow us. We put a lot of timely, informative um, information out there. We've got free white papers that you can get from our website at straighttalkcleardecisions.com. You know, use us, you know, get the free information. Go get
2: those. It, it just takes some time to tap on, and we'd love to have a conversation with you. So if you have a, a question you'd like to send our way, info at straighttalkcleardecisions, you can certainly call and ask it. Uh, you know, what we'll be glad to answer that on the air or even one-on-one. So we're in this next segment. We're going to wrap up down the home stretch of some strategies for pre-retirement planning and also assessing to make sure that you're on track. So you are listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your no-nonsense host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamberg.
1: Your life, Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
0: Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings.
2: Hey, have you heard about the new long term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care and I took her through her money in the spend down into the veterans benefits. My father was a two-time Korean War vet and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living and at the end of her life two years later it was over $8,000. The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it, Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me. The premiums can never go up. And, oh, yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today.
1: Rick Sailor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life.
0: Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy
2: hey what about estate planning an up-to-date will guarantees you're going to go through probate and without well don't worry about it the government will decide for you the three enemies to an estate today are number one the federal inheritance tax two, probate and number three income tax so your choices here are you can give all your money away that might not be fun you may need it Or you can create a trust to hold those assets and remember You don't have to own the assets to enjoy the benefits. So a revocable living trust can help avoid the expenses and costly delays of probate, and along with a living will, power of attorney, durable health care power of attorney. So be sure and ask about our attorney partners today for a free consultation.
1: Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life.
2: The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network.
0: Money is an awesome thing. If you know how to handle it, the joy it brings.
2: Well, welcome back to the Straight Talk, Clear Decisions radio show with your no-nonsense hosts, Rick. And Eric. And on this topic, Eric, uh, Six moves to retire smarter. You know, And we've got a free white paper we're going to give away today. Absolutely. All you have to do is
3: ask for it. Yep. Smart strategies for retirement.
2: And it's going to encapsulate a lot of what we talked about here.
3: And go a little bit more in depth, not just scratch the surface like we did. And a couple ways you can get that. You can first off give us a call, 513-454-9999. Go to our website, straighttalkcleardecisions.com. Request the free giveaway. You can shoot us an email info at StraightTalkClearDecisions.com, or you can visit us on the Facebook page at Rick Saylor Financial. Either way, get on there, ask for the free information. We'd love to provide it to you and maybe have a little conversation with you. And don't
2: forget LinkedIn for our uh, professionals out there. We would love to link up there, and, and, and we send out a lot of our communications on there as well as Facebook and then also Twitter. We're at RickTirement. That's rik T I R E M N T at retirement. Kind of clever. It I can't is. remember who was that, Cal. Okay. We picked it up. He said, if you don't use that, I'm going to fly out there and, and um, make you buy you a beer. <laughs> All right. So let's jump here. Uh, some six moves, savvy moves to help stretch the retirement savings. So let's say we're in, in we're in the pre retirement mode here still. So, you know, you've, you've fallen short. There's time, interest, and money. You've fallen short in your savings goal. So one of these things we had mentioned, so we won't go over in depth, but after age 50, you've got a catch-up provision. And you can do an additional $5,500 into an IRA for 2014 and 2015. in your 401k in 2014, 17500 Now it's 18000 now.
3: But you can also add, if you're over 50, you can do the catch-up provision in that 401k, and you can actually give 5500 on top of that 18. So you're really at 23500
2: you can input into a 401k. Very nice, very nice. Now, obviously, you say, well, where is that going to come from? Well, we mentioned that in a previous segment. You know, uh, up your ante, up your education, improve your pay in those last years and, and, and max that out. Work a little longer, stay retired for good when you go from that paycheck to paycheck. Now, how about cutting Uncle Sam out of your nest egg?
3: That's an important one because as taxes are probably the lowest they're going to be for quite some time, the tax code is probably only a little bit more expensive for the majority of us. So here's an example. If at retirement you expect to be in the 25% federal tax uh, bracket, and let's say, for example, you have $10,000 you're withdrawing from a traditional IRA, you'll owe $2,500 to Uncle Sam, the government, for the taxes due on it. However— If you are currently today in the 15% tax bracket and you converted that $10,000 IRA to a Roth, you would only owe $1,500. So we're not saying you're going to be you're gonna you're gonna avoid taxes. It's just pay the the smaller of the two potentially because you have to look and decide what's my income gonna be like. Where's my money coming from? And if I have a big tax liability, you might want to start paying it today on a cheaper amount than deferring it and waiting. And now you have a, a time. Now bomb.
2: word of caution here: if you're looking at conversion, which virtually the ceiling's off of that. Um, yeah, you can create a tax-free bucket. Just be careful between the ages of 63 and 65 because there's a two-year look back for Medicare premiums and where they calculate. So in, in other words, if you calculate, you convert in those years, uh, then you know, it could jack up your Medicare premium substantially. The other thing to consider is that uh, you know it may not improve your strategy. We like to do that in a financial plan where it's actually going to – show that the needle moves more positive in your circumstance. So don't assume just because you got some more money that's tax-free and that strategy's there. Uh, Again, I just, I guess the caution is don't, don't assume because everybody's retirement is like a snowflake.
3: Yep. And you really got to determine how you're going to use that money and determining, you know, how you're going to could mean why you convert or maybe not convert. And again, these
2: are general, but uh, you know, how about this one? And you mentioned this one before Uh, we won't beat this one up, but uh, again, keep working. And maybe, maybe, uh, uh, you know, we're seeing baby boomers that doesn't mean you have to stay in your job. Maybe you go on to an encore career. You take your skill base, you go into a field that you always dreamed to do and you're living your lifelong passion. I know, I don't know if it comes through the mic, but I absolutely love what I do <laughs> and we love the people we do it for. Yep. And you know, I, I think we're living out our dream and our gift. And I mean, it's just wonderful some of the places we get to go and we travel. Not, You know, we're working a lot, but we get to go to some places and and they pay for us to go there. And sometimes I'm speaking and sometimes I'm just relaxing and I put that together. But the engagement, I, I don't think that God intended us to, to just stop because people who stop, there was a Stanford study that was done and I, beginning of my career, I came across this somewhere 15, 20 years ago. um, And... They tracked 100, 200 men. The first hundred stopped working. The second group kept engaged, and the first group they checked in 10 years later, and seven out of 10 were dead. The second group, seven out of 10 were alive and thriving, mentally, emotionally, physically, just better off. So I think that's one of those things. Don't let that take that off the table because stopping. And, and what we hear most from our clients is, I don't know how I found time to work. Yep. You know, so that's the, that's the ideal life realized. Next one here is retire to a
3: tax-friendly state. This is more talking about your taxes. You know, get online and check out your state tax. Um, and if Well, you...
2: this is why don't you find a state that's more friendly to your situation? So, you know, it's not just about Uncle Sam. It's also the little cousins, the state tax bite. And I look at this. There's seven states that have no state income tax at all and two states that only tax dividends and interest. Now, we've got a, a resource, and if you'd like that, just reach out to us, and we'll give you, a, you know, the the connection on that. But this could be – that's a game changer. Mm-hmm. You know, no, nobody says just because you worked here, you got to live here. So we could link you into the retirement tax map that will give you the top 10 most friendly states for retirees and the top 10 least friendly states for retirees. Sometimes it's about your kids and it's about your social connections. You know, we've got clients that – that are living in two places, which I think the baby boom generation is going to tend to do more of. They're going to live sometime here in their social connections, and they're going to spend six months or so as snowbirds.
3: Yep, when it's warm or when it's cold here in Ohio, move to the south where it's warm. Just
2: relocate, and then when it changes, they come back. Yep. How about employing the bucket strategy? Now, I'm not talking about your bucket list here, (laughs) although that's not a bad thing either. I'm clicking away mine a little bit at a time. Um. You know, the idea is to set money aside to cover retirement expenses, you know, uh, for a set amount of time into these separate, quote-unquote, buckets. So, for example, if you were planning for a 25-year retirement, you could divide your assets into five buckets.
3: And we're not saying that these buckets are what you have to do. This is just an example of one way people could divide their money into buckets.
2: So think of it. The first five years is what you're going to hold the least risky investment classes, you know, and you're going to pull out of that because it's going to be paying income. And then each successive bucket would hold slightly more aggressive investment classes, assuming, again, that that risk-reward is there, with the last bucket holding the most aggressive investments, you know, for an example, such as stocks. Now, you wouldn't be tapping that one for 25 years, so that money is your, oh, you want to say your backstop.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, once you set it up, then you refill it with the assets from the next one, and you're kind of dialing the risk level of the assets downward as you move through the buckets, yep. you know, as you're getting closer. So, again… This isn't too much different than, I guess, you know, balancing out your overall approach, but it's a strategy. But guess what?
3: The only way you're going to be able to know how much you need for five years is by planning and by getting that budget done so you can plan for the future. Yep. Last one here is delaying Social Security. We could talk for hours about Social Security, but the short of it is –
2: touched on that one.
3: If you can delay Social Security and your health is in good order, it could benefit you to delay it because you get increased – You get an increase in the system of what? 8% a year between age,
2: if you're born between 1943 and 54, then for that formula, it's 8% a year between age 66 and And age age 70. 70. So 67, 68, 69, 70. Those four years, you're going to get 8%. That's 32% more. That's a third more income, Eric, for the rest of your life, like a pension. It is. Smart could be a game changer. So how about, um, you know, looking at – analyzing some of these strategies, you know, I think one of the first ones that kinda of come to mind, understand your cash flow. You know, if you're allocating, let's say, you know, your budget, let's say 20 percent on savings and investing, you know, 60 percent on essential expenses, housing, transportation, food, health care, cost of raising kids, uh, which is why I love grandkids. I mean it's a different kind of thing, but I love spending that money and helping with education. Um And 20% on discretionary expenses, you know, such as entertainment, clothing, dining out, personal care. Now, there are a plethora of programs that will help you track that. I know we use Mm Mint.com, and it is a great feed, but there's so many of those out there, and they're so simple to use. And all you do is plug it in, and it gives it feeds, and then it analyzes it for you so you can say, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I won't – I'll do something. I'll eat in tonight or something, Uh, you know, and just, again – lays the plan, and you could do this at any stage.
3: Yep, so just, and again, it's understanding your cash flow. Second one here is develop a plan to save and to invest. So there's a couple, two buckets I'll just touch on quickly. Number one, everybody should have some sort of emergency fund, whether that's three months sitting in cash, whether that's a line of credit sitting at a bank that you get access to with cheap rates, um, whether that's money market accounts, but you need an emergency fund because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. The biggest bucket, though, should be your 401K, your retirement savings. This is going to be where you're going to be able to grow the majority of your assets. This is what you're potentially either going to live on in retirement, and hopefully you live on a larger amount so you get to enjoy
2: retirement. So here's one I like, managing your debt strategically. So all debt is not equal. You know, secured lines of debt or credit, whatever you want to call it, you know, credit cards by far and large are the worst. They have the highest rates of interest, uh, you know, and don't don't put your, you know, that's sometimes a a license to live beyond your means and it's not free. But I look at uh, like mortgage, you know, long-term debt has never been so low to service. And we're going to look back on this time period. I literally refinanced my mortgage and I know the rates are all over the place. We don't deal with this. We have partners. My first mortgage is about 2.6 and on my second mortgage on my other house, it's, you know, 3.35 on a 15 year. Uh, I mean, this is, and you look at the difference if you can get, you know, you'll be a, uh, above that. So again, you want to look at these and also look at what's deductible and what's non-deductible in debt. Be smart about that because some of it you can restructure so that it becomes deductible. You help finance that.
3: Number four here is protect your assets and protect your income. So on the asset side, insurance, it's not a, it's a very boring topic, however, insurance, risk management is necessary. So if you are currently working, do you have disability insurance? Is it a full disability? Is it partial disability? Uh, maybe you don't know, and that's something to get in there and to check on. You know, disability, life insurance, this is if something happens, you pass away. Make sure you have an adequate coverage for your spouse, your loved ones that you are leaving behind. And, and second- We have
2: our partners that will do an insurance audit and make sure that, you know, folks are paying. They've got the coverage they need and they're – They're paying a fair amount of premium for it and not out of line.
3: Yep. Last one, property and casualty. This is your home and your car and your property. Make sure it's adequately insured. If something happens, that you're not going to have to throw a lot of your money out of the way in order just to get by again.
2: It takes an entire lifetime to build up, and you think about that to get to where you've gotten today. So, I mean, we want to be a resource for you. Reach out to us as we're reaching out to you. We appreciate all of our listeners on the show all over the world. We just saw a breakdown from our – from our show manager, and uh, it was interesting to find out where the people are listening and, uh, and enjoying us and hopefully responding and getting a lot out of this. Share us with your friends. Go on to the, the Facebook, the LinkedIn. Uh, send us a feed on Twitter. Send us comments, questions, and uh, we'll answer them on the air. So, uh, and, and again, if you like what you're hearing and you want to share us, don't keep us the best kept secret. We're, we're out on that social media and try to expand the, get the message out and, and help folks as much as we possibly can.
3: Last but not least, request our free giveaway for the show today. It's Smart Strategies for Retirement. You can do that online. You can call us at 513-454-9999. Shoot us an email, info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com. Uh, go to the website, straighttalkcleardecisions.com. And follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Ask for the free giveaway. This is absolutely free. We just want to And we've got other paid. ones
2: on there. I know we talked about some things on the show today. And if there's other topics, we've got other papers because uh, it's not, not our first rodeo. That's right. Well, hey, this has been – it's been a pleasure hosting this again. And uh, I know we covered a lot of information, and you can follow up. But thank you. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your no-nonsense host, Rick Saylor.
3: And Eric Hamburg.